Hello, 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 friends. I'm so excited to bring you another episode of Ask the Coach here on the Sweet Disaster Podcast. I cannot wait. Um, we have a special guest, another fellow podcast host herself, um, the amazing Mindy. Mindy, will you tell us just a little bit about you before we start diving really into the juice of all the things? Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, so I do lots of things. Um, one of the things that I do is, like you mentioned, I have a podcast called Up Level Your Life with Mindy. Um, basically, uh, anything goes on this podcast. It's I have lots of different guests on there, all with the intention that Everything that's shared is going to help you live a better life or inspire you to, oh, I should maybe look that up or maybe I should try this myself. I also do some speaking, uh, speaking at different events. I host retreats once in a while. I do some group coaching and then I do have some courses, uh, just teaching courses available on my website for general general life stuff. I like to talk about authenticity a lot lately. That's kind of my my latest hot topic, but anything to do with living a better life, that's me. That's awesome. I think a lot of you, you bring up the topic of authenticity and that's so true. And it's become a hot topic. Um, it's been a topic that I notice people asking a lot more about, uh, do you notice that same thing where people come to you and are asking the questions and then now you're teaching more on how to become more authentic or what are, what are you seeing the bigger question around authenticity being? Yeah. So that's a great question. And I'll back up just a little bit and tell you even more of my background. So before I was doing this, I was a holistic health and nutrition coach. So I worked one-on-one -on -one predominantly with clients, some group coaching on physical health stuff. That was the main thing that I did. Let, let's learn how to eat better, um, move your body and just fit, uh, alleviate some of these physical health conditions that people were coming to me with. And the more clients that I got, now this isn't true for all of the clients. So if you're listening and you're a client of mine, you're going, hey, wait a minute, that wasn't me. I would say 80% of my clients that came, there was an emotional component to this physical condition. And that's actually a statistic that we can back up with science. Um, you know, say what you will about the CDC, but they actually recognize this as well. 80% of all chronic health conditions have a, an emotional component to it. So, you know, everything, I talk about energy a lot, and if you don't get behind that, that's okay, but everything's energy, including our emotions. So when we don't deal with that, you know, situation that happened at work five years ago or whatever it is, then it's going to go somewhere in your body. Your body holds on to that. So now you have chronic back pain, or now you have, you know, gosh, I don't remember doing anything, but my knee just is all wonky and messed up. What's happening? I guess I'm just getting old. And sort of, yeah, you're getting old and your body is accumulating all of these life experiences that haven't been dealt with um, fully. And so now it's manifested into a physical symptom. So our bodies are always talking to us. So for me, dealing with all of these clients and realizing this, I was like, wait a minute, this is not like your problems are more than just like, hey, go eat an apple and not an Oreo, right? It's way deeper. And Sometimes you, I would get a client that would want to work on it. And sometimes I wouldn't because they were there for physical health stuff. Like, just give me a pill. Just tell yeah. me what food to eat or not eat. And then it'll all go away. And it was just so eye-opening for me as a coach that, you know what? There's so much more. And I can't, I, I wasn't being authentic, staying in that position. Now, if you, some people legitimately do have a physical health thing that they just, you know, usually it's something that's acute that just kind of popped up. Um, maybe you fell or whatever and hurt your elbow. Um, if you really have some, just, you know, need some nutritional knowledge, I obviously I can still help you with that. But 
for me, what was more authentic was I want to really get to the root of what's actually going on with all of these people. So that's when um, I started to to delve into this world a little bit more. And authenticity is really kind of at the core. I would say it's a combination of authenticity and enoughness, I call it, feeling enough. So those to me, a lot of times um, are very intensely correlated, but you know, living living our best lives you have to feel comfortable to be your best self to be who you truly are and if you're not comfortable with that then you're going to always kind of shield yourself and kind of hide things away and then that's going to manifest into physical symptoms so that's kind of my roundabout journey on how I got to where I am in terms of talking about authenticity because I was just seeing it yeah i mean i think that you're so it's a vicious cycle because I think we, we come into it and we're like, okay, I just want the, like, I have seen it in a lot of my own clients where they come in and they're like, I just want the magic pill. How do I get to lose 10 pounds? Or I just want to be able to yada, 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 right? Like I want to do this. And yet that conversation and that goal is so much deeper that we have, this is like just taking the surface level off. Right. But the, the, want is so much deeper and their need for help is so much deeper. But if we don't deal with the deep conversations, we can't even think about losing the 10 pounds or X, Y thing that they actually came for. And I think a lot of people misunderstand that like, I, health should never be a one size fits all. It should not be an Insta fix is what I call it. We shouldn't be looking for the quick fix, easy answer. Health takes time. Health, it took you However long to get into this situation, it's going to take you that and more to get out of it. Um, but I think a lot of today's current difficulties are about being authentic. I feel like I have to be this or I'm not that. I need to be please this person and I have to be that way and I have to show up like this and I've got to be Susie Q down the block and meet, you know, be better than, you know, Susie yeah. and Smith down the street. And we try to be the like, well, she's a PTA mom. I need to be a PTA mom. And this one needs to do this. And I have to be here and all these things. And yet we're forgetting that we're not even listening to one, our own body or ourselves. Like it's doing a massive disservice. And that comes with being authentic. It has to come with loving every ounce of who you are, past, present, and future, or else nothing can happen. And you're not meant to be the same as your neighbor or the people tend down the block. Like that's just not who you're meant to be. You need to be you. And I think that then plays into the vicious cycle of, of being our health then showing, like you said, it manifests itself. It shows up in the way that we carry ourselves. If we can let go of those burdens, we release the weight and intention in our own body and we can move better. We can go better. We can think better. We can do more. Um, and be at our best, like you, your whole mission is, which I think is so cool, is all about bringing people from everywhere, all over to just really, truly work all the dimensions. Um, now, I'm somebody who believes in that concept that you are multidimensional. You are not going to be like, it, it's not just your physical health, it's physical, it's mental, it's emotional, spiritual, like it's it's multidimensional. Are you somebody who thinks that same way? I can, from what I think and I am hearing, you are very much so that same kind of a concept, but do you feel like there is 
there is that multidimensional concept that we are forgetting when it comes to health. Yes, absolutely. 100%. I'm, I'm right there. I'm bored with you. I think that depending on where, I mean, everyone's different, depending on where a person is at when they first kind of come into my world. Um, one of the first things that I would recommend and recommend to people that are listening is to first get in touch with your physical body, um, move your physical body. And this is not, this is not a pressure to, okay, go join a CrossFit gym and start working out five days a week. That's not what I mean at all. Unless that's like what lights you up. If that's what lights you up, oh my gosh, go do it right now. But if that's not, if that's not your thing, just get in touch with moving your body. I like yoga, um, for that reason, not everyone really likes yoga and you don't have to get into like the fitness yoga, the twisty, bendy, pretzely yoga. But what I like about yoga is, especially if you can find somebody like, I really like yoga with Adrian because she's, um, she slows things down. You'll still be working your body, but it's, it's gentle. It's good for beginners a lot of times. Um, but it's just going to help you pay more attention to your physical body during that workout, during that 20 minutes of yoga with Adrian, you're going to be really like, oh, you know, my back is tight there. I didn't even notice that. You're going to be just paying more attention to what your body is telling you. The more often you do that, those little workouts, you're going to start to bring that awareness into your daily life. And you're going to start to notice, oh gosh, you know what? I'm sitting here in this chair. I've been sitting too long. My, my back is stiff again, just like it was when I did yoga this morning. Let me just do some quick stretches. And you're going to start that process of paying attention and listening to your physical body. So that's a good place to start. But, you know, that's our physical bodies are to me, it's just kind of, you know, our meat suit that we're wandering around in. Right. So there's so much more to our bodies. So once you kind of can figure out what's going on with your body, then start to move into whatever is the most comfortable to you. You know, maybe that's your emotional health. A great thing for emotional health is journaling. Um, you can, if you're like, oh, I don't like to journal. I, that was me. <laughs> I was not a journaler ever. And I still don't do it every day. I know people that journal every single day. They, they've made it a habit and that's cool. I did for a while. It's just not my thing, but I'll journal regularly, um, particularly if I have an issue that like, oh, this is this is a sticky situation. I'm being triggered by something. Maybe I have some work to do here. You can get on Google and journal or Google um, journal prompts, journal prompts for financial health, journal prompts for, you know, breaking up with my boyfriend, journal prompts for whatever the heck's going on with you. I guarantee you, you'll find gobs of them, stuff people have already come up with and just start writing and see what's going on. But then there's also the spiritual component of our lives, too. And sometimes for some people, they think well, I go to church, I believe in God or whatever it is. Or maybe they don't. They're like, well, I don't believe in God and I don't go to church. And that's okay, too. I'm not here to push any kind of religion. Um, but I fully believe that. I mean, there's just so much going on in this world. There has to be some kind of higher intelligence that has created this. Like, I just can't. My brain can't accept that. And if yours is different, that's okay. Um, I love you anyway. We'll agree to disagree on this one. But Whatever that is for you, exploring that spiritual component um, and how that looks and how you can incorporate that into your life. And once you start doing these things, once you start paying attention to your physical body and kind of noticing when you're triggered and taking a moment to ask yourself or to sit down and journal and, and to look at your spiritual health and go, okay, what do I believe? And maybe I'm interested in reading a book about this topic and, you know, do I think that angels are real or whatever it is? 
Once you start doing that, you're learning more about yourself. You're paying more attention to yourself. You cannot help but begin to live more authentically as you start to do just these small little things, small little tweaks in your life. Absolutely. I mean, I, it's, you're right. Like there's going to be a lot of people who kind of want to come on in and they might disagree. Yes. Moving our body and you need to be at the CrossFit gym. Okay, cool. Or you need to be having a gym membership and it needs to be 30 minutes every day and it needs to be heavy and intense. I'm a runner. I'm the person who's like, my sanity is in running. Like just buy me my pretty running shoes and let me go. I'll be back in 30 minutes and I'll be a whole new happier person when I come back. Um, but it all plays, one plays into the other, which plays into the other, which helps you be you, right? So by moving physically, I can physically love my body, right? But I can also look in the mirror and see a physique, see the person that I love, right? And that is lovable to me. But then I have to mentally and emotionally love this person too. Meaning I have to, I have to dig in. And as much as we all want to, you know, deny that we all carry some luggage behind us, we carry luggage. And if we don't open up that bag and deal with it, I mean, it's just going to sit there. It's an unnecessary weight that we don't need to be carrying. And I think so many people feel like, um, I, if I lose the 10 pounds on my physical body, I'll be better. Right. But yet really that 10 pounds that you might need to lose might be the baggage that you're bringing or the past traumas or the difficulties that you're bringing that really, if you let go of that, you'll probably lose 20. Like yeah. it, it's one of those crazy things that I think so many of us forget is that the emotional connection and the mental connection to our health. And then in turn, the spiritual, because it, like you said, whether you believe or you don't believe, that is your prerogative. Totally understood. Um, but I'm somebody who believes that like you were created for a purpose. And if we can understand what that purpose is, we can then use our bodies and our minds and love ourselves in the right way. Because I, I've joked many times and I go, if somebody handed you a basketball and you've never seen one before and you start to like, I don't know, use it like a ping pong ball, you're going to think of it and be like, "What? this is broken. It's wrong. Like it doesn't work and you want to throw it out. And so many of us are doing that exact same thing with ourselves and we're going, okay, well, it's broken. I'm broken. I'm not enough. This isn't working. And we kind of bypass ourselves and throw ourselves out and be like, I'm done. Right. I, I'm meant to be right here. And you just exist. And that's not what we're meant for. Like some of us are meant to talk. Others, the fact of talking to another human could scare the living daylights out of us. Cool. Great. Then maybe you're more of the background person. My own children, I joke, and I'm like, my husband is very artistic, and so is my oldest. And I love it. I am nowhere near the artistic person. Like, please don't hand me a set of crayons and expect me to put anything other than a stick figure on a piece of paper. My husband and my oldest could magically, in 20 minutes flat, have the best pictures out there. That's them. They're very artistic. I have admitted I am not. But if I keep trying to be this and trying to put... You know, we, there's all the the analogies, putting a square peg into a round circle and all that. Like, if you keep trying to do what you're not meant to do, 
you're always going to feel less than. You're always going to feel inadequate, never enough. And you're never going to love yourself for who you are. And and I have I have a book out. It, it's my bestseller, um, 90 Day Reset. And it I actually say on there, one of the tasks that you should be doing every week is going on a date. And it's to date either yourself, take a friend out, take a child out, take your spouse out. But once a week, or I mean, I've even seen people who are like, I have God dates. And I'm like, I love it. Um, but they date. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to figure out who you are in the end of it all, is to take yourself out just like you would a, a, your spouse or, or a friend or anything like that. Like, go out and try things new. Try something like, I've done axe throwing. And I was like, this this sounds absolutely ridiculous. And I was like, this is actually kind of fun. Um, you know, you try different things that you're like, okay, I don't know if I would ever do this. But it makes, you know, it it's fun for my friend or it's fun for this person or, you know what, I've never tried this. Let me go try it. You know, like, what's the worst that a painting class could teach me that I'm not good at art? Okay, I already knew that. Like, <laughs> move on. But it's something that can at least give you that ability um, to kind of start to figure yourself out. So what do you think is like the best way if you could give somebody a tip to like, okay, I want to try and find my authentic self and be able to start to love me. How do I do that? What would you suggest for them? Yeah. Um, well, in addition to, you know, some of the things we mentioned journaling and, you know, get in touch with your physical body and whatnot. Um, one thing that I like to share is make a list of, I I'll tell you, I was challenged to make a list of 111 things that brought me joy. Um, and I got stuck at number 12. That's when I was aware that, oh my goodness, I am not, I'm so far from living authentically because I don't even know what I even like to do anymore. Um, but I would make a list of, you know, at least try 50, add to it if you can. If you can get to a hundred, that's awesome. You don't have to sit down and do it all at once, but everything that brings you joy. So maybe that's something really big. Like I fully believe that an all expenses paid trip to Bali would bring me so much joy. Like that's on my list. I mean, <laughs> It just is. Also, a personal chef is on my list. That would bring me so much freaking joy. But also on my list, I have things like, you know, drinking hot cocoa on a cold, snowy day when you're, you know, it's like a snow day and the snow is falling and it's so pretty and you're just have your hot cocoa and it's warm in your hands. And that's like the best feeling. Um, It could be maybe it's just that tangible material item, like a new coffee mug, or maybe it's... um something more, again, of that spiritual nature, like that feeling when you lay in the grass and you look up at the stars and you just feel like so small and insignificant, yet so connected at the same time, like that feeling, oh my gosh, that's the most amazing feeling or that feeling of like all green traffic lights, getting the best part, like being kind of just into flow with the universe. Oh, I love that. So put all of those things, anything that you can think of, anything goes, it's your list, write it down. And then I would recommend once you feel like, okay, this is a pretty good list here for a while, try to look at it every day if you can. And don't make this like, oh God, it's another thing I have to do just for a while. Um, and you'll kind of fall off from it and that's okay. Look at it every day to remind yourself of what you like to do and what you like to have in your world. And then as you look at your list, you can go back through and maybe circle or star the things that, oh, well, I could do this today. 
Like if I, if I love sitting down and reading for 20 minutes, do I have 20 minutes tonight before bed? Okay. Yeah. I should go grab that book that I've been meaning to read. Okay. So there's something I can do today for free that I love to do. That brings me joy. Pet your cat, take your dog for a walk. You know, there's tons of things that you have accessible to you right this hot second. Even if nobody's showing up at your door with that plane ticket to Bali, there's so many things things that you can do right now, but put those big things on there too. And kind of imagine like how great that would be. Um, because there's always, you know, let the universe bring stuff to you. And while you're in the process of acknowledging what's, what's going on for you right now. And the more you kind of get into touch with that, that's just a good stepping stone. That's kind of reminding yourself, okay, who the heck am I? What do I like to do? And now how can I start to do this more often. One of the things on my list was um, I have a couple of favorite comedians. Um, if you're curious, it's Nate Bargatze is one of my favorites and um, John Mulaney. They're my two favorite comedians ever in the world. And when I made my list, I was like, you know, I wonder if either one of them is touring right now. And I just Googled it and holy cats, they are like one of them. The first time when I right away made my list and then it was like a month later, the other one went on tour and on tour at a convenient time within driving distance of where I live. And my husband and I got tickets for both of them, went to go see two amazing shows, had that fun experience of the actual show and the fun time, you know, get it, getting away and, you know, just all that yep. that was spending time with my husband, all of that. Um, that I would absolutely, it would not have occurred to me because I was so caught up in just daily routines. Um, I've got three kids and I think it's really easy when you, even if you don't have kids, you probably have somebody else vying for your attention. So maybe it's work, maybe it's um, parents that you help take care of or whatnot. Um, but somebody else that you're always like, well, I got to do this. I got to take care of that. We got to get them to practice. We got to check the school papers. We got to do the homework. We got to make sure we're on bed on time. Did everyone get their laundry done? Oh, somebody needs a dentist appointment. You know, all of those things and those life maintenance things, right? That they're important, you know, it's part of our life. But if you let yourself get so caught up in all of that, you're going to forget about yourself and you're going to, like I was, be so out of touch with who you even are that you won't even know how to be authentic because you don't even remember who you are anymore. You'll just be so disconnected. So making that list, as simple as it sounds, is again, just a really great stepping stone that's going to kind of propel, propel you and really a really fun direction because it's doing more things that you love. Yeah. You know, it's funny you bring that up of, of the list because, um, I think it's a twofold thing. As I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, my whole journey started when my husband asked me a simple question. I could not answer him. He asked me a question. He goes, what's your hobby? My husband has ADHD and has a million and one hobbies. I mean, this man can literally drop and pick up a new hobby in less than 24 hours and be fully immersed in it. And so he has all these different hobbies. And he looked at me and he was just genuinely wondering after I had four kids, uh, you know, I had my fourth, I was homeschooling. He looked at me and goes, what's your hobby? And I was like, I mean, aren't the kids in the house? Isn't that a hobby? And he was like, no what is your hobby? Like what makes you happy? And I literally like cried. I stood there and cried because I was like, I have no idea. Like I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. And he was like, well, I want you in 24 hours to come back with an answer. And, and it was like this pressure thing. Cause he knew, he knows I'm a little competitive. So I was like, fine, you said 24, I'll come back in 12. Like I was just one of those, like, 
I'm going to prove you wrong. I know who I am. Like I was just so defiant at that moment that I, I knew who I was. And I like sat there and I was like, I don't even know. And I ran down the list of like, okay, I like doing this, but is it me who likes it? Or is it my kids who like it? I like doing this. Is it because of me or my husband? Like, and I was so wrapped up in my titles of mom and wife that I literally had no idea what brought me joy, me, the human underneath all the titles that I forgot. And I sat there and I wrote down things and I was trying to like, okay, what makes me happy? And I, I couldn't, I couldn't come up with things that genuinely made me alone happy. Um, I would come up with reading because that was just like my my go-to was always reading. I would read forever and always. Um, I continued to tell my husband, I will get a Beauty and the Beast library one day. He will make it in our house. He's accepted that a library will happen one day. Um, but as I sat there and went through it all, I it's so true how you have to write down the things. Like as much as it was super simple, like once I got started and I, I told my husband, I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to work out. And he laughed at me. He was like, you're going to do what? Um, I was like, no, I'm going to work out. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, because it was just something that I was like, you know what? It, it's got to help me. It's got to help me somehow. Right. And so I started that, but then I started like making note of like, okay, well, running makes me happy. Um, reading and the library makes me happy and and this makes me happy and I would write like I don't even think I wrote it down it was more of like mental notes but I learned that different things made me happy because it made others happy but and then I learned what made me happy external of everybody else um and then other things that I was like okay well like hunting is a big thing in our house. And I was like, well, it started as my husband's hobby and is now a full-fledged family event that it does make me happy. Like I do love doing it. And so I think we learn <clears throat> by doing that task, like you said, writing it down can help you decipher like what makes you the individual happy? What makes you happy with others like what makes you know like you can kind of decipher like is it a group activity and and it's the group that makes you happy is it a group activity that you actually enjoy or is it just something that you alone all it takes to do to make you happy would be handing you a cup of coffee and a brand new book and telling you to go sit down for 20 minutes like is that what it would be but I feel like so many and I'm gonna I'm gonna segregate this and say that it's a lot of women and out of those women, it's going to be a lot of moms who take on the title of mom and wife and forget that underneath the titles is a human. You were a person before you were a mom. You were a person before you were a wife. You were someone and you still are that someone. Now, the span of time might be different since the last time you did a check-in on the human that you were beforehand. Um, but it's but we have to remember her. We need to understand that if you're not okay, or you don't know who you are, or you have lost you, nothing else can work. Like the titles can't be put on somebody that doesn't, it, that isn't there. And we need to come back to who we are. And have you seen, or what's your input and thought on watching I think more so women specifically, I'm going to, I'm going to segregate the women here. Sorry guys, but 
um, watching women find their authentic self and how that transpires going forward. Like what does, what are what have you noticed as an effect of women stepping into the authentic self and learning about themselves on maybe their families, relationships, life, all of it, even their health, because they found their authenticity. Yeah. I mean, it, it's you, it's you being you. So it's going to touch every single facet of your life. So if you are looking at your life right now and you are struggling in any one area, um, this, this being more authentic is going to help because it can't not because wherever you go, there you are. Right. So whether it's finances or relationships or parenting or your career, any of it, um, the more you, you can be, the better things are going to be all around. So I see people stepping into their authenticity and, and being more centered and feeling Mm -hmm. more at peace, less anxiety, less stress. That doesn't mean that life is suddenly unicorns and rainbows because life is still life and we still have challenges and we still have crappy things happen. um, And that's just part of what it is. I don't think life is meant to just be, again, unicorns and rainbows. But when those crappy things happen, you deal with it in such a different way. Um, you're you're less reactive. Um, you know, if something sad happens, you're still going to be sad. You're going to. Yeah. But you you approach that sadness and from a different perspective um, and you just, you know, again, when I I don't know if any of you listening have ever done any guided meditations before, but a meditation that I have done a few times um, and I really I really enjoy it when I feel like I need it. Um, it's a future self meditation where you kind of get into this meditative mm-hmm. state and and you you know a lot of times you'll knock on the door to someone's house and this person opens the door and it's you in 10 years or you in 15 years or 20 years whatever whatever you want it to be and you know what is this person they're living their best life and so you can sit down have a cup of tea with them and ask them like what what do you know that I don't tell me your secrets you know basically and whenever i do one of these future self meditations um my future self is always so centered and just has this kind of serene peacefulness about her. Um, And I think that is, that's how I want to move through life. Again, you know, stuff's going to happen, but I want to move through it with as much grace and and peacefulness as I possibly can. Um, Put away the anxiety, the worry, the stress, and just be at peace with what is. So I think that really is the biggest gift to living authentically because being able to be so resilient and and handle whatever comes your way in such a calm manner um, and be okay with it even if things are not okay. That's I think it's so important to note that is that when we find our authentic self there is that sense of peace. Um and that Yes, it, your your statement of it's not going to become butterflies and rainbows. I think so many people feel like, okay, well, I found myself, but yet I'm still diff- dealing with difficulties or trials. And why is this still happening to me? And like all of those things. But it's the idea that it's not going to take the trouble away. It's going to help you be able to deal with the situation differently and in a better way where you can find peace with it much quicker. You're going to be able to deal with it faster. You're going to be able to kind of bounce back and keep going. Um, and you just have more alignment. You, you feel more in align with what is needed and what you're called to do and where you're supposed to be. And you kind of let other things go and you just kind of 
move through life healthier and happier, like truly healthier and yes. happier. Um, now you, you have your podcast. And so over this time frame of having your podcast, you've talked to many people, you were telling me, you've talked about different avenues of every different kind of thing that helps with, with health in general, right? As all things are, are available on this podcast. So what advice or what, what things have you taken away with talking to as many people as you have over that, you know, broad spectrum of health and truly just yourself? Um, what are, or what are some big takeaways that you've learned from all the people that you have ta- talked to? Oh, that's a great question. And I don't think I've ever really thought about that before until right now. So let's see. Um, <laughs> I think that because you're right. I mean, I, I was telling you earlier, I, anything goes on this podcast of mine. I have had a um, professional organizer on there. I have had um, Joshua Becker from Becoming Minimalist about, you know, so those are like your physical environment and like paring down your house. Um, But I've also had a lot of people with different healing modalities, whether it's Reiki or there's some really fascinating like quantum healing methods out there um, or maybe just basic nutrition. Um, I've also had people on there about, you know, the dying process and, and what that's like. Um, and then living your purpose, being, being authentic. I've done some episodes myself and interviewed so many people about, you know, being true to who you are and getting to know yourself. And I think because there's so much information out there, there's so much, I mean, you'll never learn it all. You'll never figure it out all of all of these different healing modes you'll never try them all you'll never be able to because you cannot live long enough to do it all because there's so <laughs> many different things there's just literally not enough um years or days on the planet for you um so what i would recommend is um really learning how to tap into your intuition i think that's been the biggest thing for me. And then as I listen to my, you know, a lot of my guests, boy, I've had some really amazing people on there. As I think about it, there's so many wonderful things out there, but not every single thing is for everyone. Right. So if you can get really in tune and in touch with yourself, tapping into your intuition, really understanding and knowing who you are, then when the next great thing comes along, you'll be able to know pretty quick if that's for you or not. You'll be able to know, oh, this, even if it's like a new fitness trend or something, you'll be able to know, oh, this is a new fitness trend and it's just a trend and I don't need that. I should just stick to my running because that's what I feel my best, even though I'm seeing this new exercise everywhere and every ball, my friends are going to this new gym that's doing this new, oh, you should come and do this thing and you're going to, you'll lose weight so much faster if you do it. But if you, you know, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. So if you like what you're doing, continue doing it. Um, But you'll be able to know if you can tap into your intuition, what's for you, what's not for you. Um, And that goes for, you know, whether it's new fitness things, food, what food should you eat? What foods should you stay away from? Um, People that you hang out with, TV shows that you watch, you, you already know everything, you do. I mean, it's we've heard it before. All the answers lie within, right? Um, but it's true. I mean, it's like I don't want it to be true because that's kind of like a cliche, but it is true. And we just need to learn how to tap into that intuition, that inner voice. Um, it's quiet. It's just a whisper. But the more you can hear that, the more you'll know what's for you and what to let go. 
Um, and then you'll be again, living authentically and feeling that living that calm, centered, serene, peaceful life and be, living your best life. Yeah. I, I think a podcast like yours, if somebody is ever like, okay, well, first off, how do I figure out what my intuition is, is, is getting involved. Like you've got to get involved. You have, you can sit and listen to different things and, and understand like, okay, if I have no education or knowledge over a certain platform or a certain thing, right? I can't make judgment and I can't choose to follow it or not follow it or do what, you know, not making a choice is a choice. Uh, so doing something about it. So listening in and finding out, okay, well, what is this about? Making yourself more educated and in listening in on people who have the know, like we don't need to throw ourselves, we're not saying throw yourself into every single thing. No, this is that opportunity is, is find the podcast episode or find some research where you kind of like look through it and find out and, and don't just jump, find out about it first before you jump. Um, because then your intuition can play a part and kind of can go, well, that's not really in alignment with this part of us, or this isn't really in alignment here, but this works right here. Let's try it. And you can, you can look at it as a, let's try it. Um, but yes, your intuition will guide you. It will tell you, it will send you in the right direction, but are we willing to listen and learn from it is I think another thing that we need to learn is, is truly listening into, um, into ourselves. But that comes with authenticity is that if we can't trust ourselves and believe ourselves, then we can't trust our intuition and follow it. So it's a vicious cycle here. If we're not doing all of it, we can't do any of it. Um, but I think it's super important that we recognize the resources out there. And I think you have incredible resources for all of us to help and learn from. Um, so how do we get in touch with you, listen to the podcast, find out more and just really, truly follow along you, with you and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So the easiest place would be to go to my website, which is just mindyduff.com. Um, and you can find me on my social links, my podcast links, um, everything's on there. I also do have a free resource right now. Um, if you're interested in this topic of authenticity, um, I have, I taught a, um, master class. It's just about oh, 45 minutes or so on kind of the, if you're the baby steps into starting to live authentically. And that's a little bit of what we talked about here today. It kind of goes a little bit more in depth on some of these things. So if that's something people are like, oh yeah, I kind of like that. Um, it's, it's a video, but you can listen to it like a pot, like you would a podcast when you're driving or out for a walk or something too. So that's available for free on my website right now. Um, yeah. So basically, you know, and I'm on Instagram and Facebook the most, but if you check out my website, you'll, you'll see it all there. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much, Mindy, for being here and just pouring out your incredible knowledge and and love and support, because that's kind of what I feel here is just truly a genuine love and support for us as we all step forward in a healthier version of ourselves, because that's what we want. We want to love ourselves as we step forward in life. Um, so thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Um, Listeners, please make sure you follow Mindy and go check out the things on her website, follow along to her podcast, and then make sure you're following along here because the two of them together will be a smash hit for you, I promise. Um, and make sure that you are continuing to, like I said, follow all places, but um, take care of you. 
and love yourself because in the end, it comes down to you. So make sure you're here and following. And thank you again, Mindy, for being here. Thanks for having me. We'll talk later, guys.